Hello and welcome to Our Dad is Wrong, the podcast where my brother Rocky and I discuss sports with our father Vic using a generational divide. I am Mike. I'm Rocky. And I am Vic, Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> well, I yeah. probably got a laugh out of it. Yeah, no, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, you've yeah, yeah, Not just because I'm putting more weight on. It was more of a surprise <laughs> I have my, laughter. My gri- because I have you're my just so unclever. Beard, it's not as long... It's not as long as Rocky's. Uh, who was the reliever on the on the Giants that had that unbelievably good black oh, beard? Oh yeah, the closer um, who did like That's the what cross. Rocky's beard looks like, like the, his ar- cross his oh, arms yeah? after every after every win, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a great beard. He was like the first one with the really good beards in the in Major League Baseball. But anyway, yeah. all right. I, so I, this I thought there are no good beards in baseball. About. That's why you love the Yankees' uh, terrible no, no beard. No, no, no. Yeah, I, seriously. I, I don't mind be- wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't mind beards. I have no problem with the Yankees having a rule of no beards. That's fine. If that's their rules, that's their rules. Well, I understand I that that's their rules, shave. but I just think it's a bad rule. Okay. Well, maybe, but it's the rule. Did you see uh, Carlos Rondon without uh, his beard? I did not I see him yet. I haven't seen the picture no. yet either, yeah. Yeah, he, well, it, take a look today. It looks weird. But uh, he shaved right. it. Well, Interesting. Yeah, I'll take a look. I, will, I, I heard him interview today, and he sounds like a really good guy. I'm so. sure he's a great guy. Yeah, you know, it, be, yeah. Other than the fact that he's signed with the Yankees, you know, nobody's perfect. But. <laughs> well, we'll get into well, that yeah, in a little while. Yeah, let's, let's, what's let, up well, first, Mike? Let's, let's do that right now. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about uh, MLB free agency. That's our springboard? Yeah, so we're going to be right. talking. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean well, we haven't we been on in a couple weeks. Right, so we got pretty much everything. Yeah. It is a – it's been great. Boy, I'll tell you. These contracts are, I've never seen anything like it. 10, 12, 13 years. It's unbelievable. The, yep. It's the lengths of these contracts that is like right. wild. I've never seen anything right. even remotely like it before. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a wild market right now. Well, first of all, it sounds like the other owners are really mad at Steve Cohen because he is one of the people who's really inflating these contracts. Yeah, you the know Mets what? right now, if, yeah. What? Screw those other owners. Go Steve Cohen. <laughs> I, no, no, I agree. I him, agree. Mike. I think that he should spend and I his hate money. The Mets. Yeah, no, this is what all teams that have the money should do. And look, the Mets payroll next year, I don't know if you saw this, with the luxury tax is going to be half a billion dollars yep. and counting. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's the largest payroll in MLB history by $150 million. It's right. not yeah, even that's close. Yeah, that's going to go up. Like going to go up. Yeah. He's not done. I got news for you. They're not done. No, no, they're going to uh, sign more guys. Yep. More shortstops, so- maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Carlos, Car- well, Carlos you know, Correa was such a shocker. I know. Well, let's get into that a little bit because that the, there's a little cloak and dagger stuff to that in my mind. Yeah. Like, it's to me like, uh, did the Giants just jump at that because they lost Judge and they would think like maybe it was a rebound kind of thing mm-hmm. and then maybe a day later they had a little, little buyer's remorse? Or did they really find something wrong with him that maybe – the contract will be a good contract for a couple of years, and then it's going to be 10 years of, of paying him all that money for so nothing. So I would yeah. – my, my understanding is probably closer to the first way that you were talking about it because, again, this is like just you – know, we don't know every single thing that's, that's a part of this, obviously. Uh, but I did see something today reported that apparently the injury that they were worried about was some injury that Correa had in 2014. Right, what? eight years ago, so, right, in the minor leagues. Right, so it's like – uh, the guy's been right. Uh, uh, how many time All Star? You know this this great player. Uh, that's right. what you're going to be canceling that contract over, or you know like worried about the contract for. 
Well, it just I'm it, thinking the same it didn't thing, make Mike. Any sense. It seems so right. weird to me because it feels like the players' union would never stand for that, right? Like if that, I, I hadn't heard that about it being a 2014 injury. Like, how do you even hear that? I, I just and say that that's a valid ago, reason yeah. to back out of a contract. I mean, that's I, so. So my understanding is that they basically they had a contract in place, right? They had a contract signed. It was just pending a physical. Yes, and I thought correct. that they basically came out of the physical saying he he failed the physical and we no. Won't let well, him apparently, I, I had also seen. Yeah, part of the issue was apparently the Giants didn't want to pay for the physical or something. Like what? what? Yeah, I know there was like something crazy about it, and like Steve <laughs> and like Steve Cohen was like, "We'll pay for your physical with the Giants and the Mets if you come here." And he was like, "Great, like I'll do that." Like, uh, yeah. Well, apparently it was consummated at three in the morning, and I, I guess um, he's very good friends now with Boris. They become like tight friends. Oh, okay. so I guess I, Boris has I would, like a, I would be tight friends with someone opened. who got me three hundred million dollars. Also, right. That's, Right, I agree with you. But you know, the, the in, he's ma- he's making ten million dollars less a year than he was with Minnesota. Yeah, right. Well, but that because was he's making a- thirty five million. I know, I know, it was a short term yeah. contract and this and that. But you know, to me, it's um, it's it's a little little weird that he would take that much on an annual basis. And I'm surprised the union's not saying something about that too. Yeah, I the, the union's gonna have something. To, I, the Carlos Correa situation cannot possibly be over. I think it's it's yeah. I agree. Else yeah, there, there has to be something else there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's it for this to just kind of like die out quietly and him to just kind of like quietly you know start with the Mets. Like yeah, it's something's gonna, gonna come happen. out at least. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and and the the Mets are, are, are the Giants rather are kind of already in hot water because I mean they lost out on Judge. And yes. um, you know they were expected to make some some splashy signings because they were expected to contend this year. They had tons of money, and they lost Rodon too, right? And they haven't really done yeah. anything, nothing. Yeah, so right. I don't know what that kind of says about them next year, what they're doing this off season. Because I mean, there there are still some good guys left. Don't get me wrong, um, but you know a lot Not of the many, bigger, yeah, a lot of the bigger dominoes have fallen. So yeah, um, even the two Japanese guys, you know, are over here now. One's with the Red Sox, one's with the Mets, right? But, the Mets got the pitcher, right? Uh, and the Red Sox got the outfielder? Uh, the, so, yeah, the, the Mets got Kodai no, Senga, way, who's a other pitcher. Other way around. Oh, he's an outfielder? Yeah. No. No, no, no. Kodai Senga? No. He's a pitcher. He's a pitcher. Oh, I thought you said, oh, I was, I'm sorry. The Red Sox got the outfielder, the Mets got the pitcher. Is that what you said? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, my yeah. mistake, my mistake. Pay my attention, because yeah, yeah. Dad's not always wrong. No I just what assume you guys it say. at this point. So, like, that's, <laughs> you know, we got to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Let me start to keep in score, because you guys are wrong a lot. Huh. Um, yeah, but we well, admit I, that look, we're I wrong mean, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, Correa joins Justin Verlander, who's getting paid, what, $43 million a year for two years to pitch for them. Yeah. Kodai Senga, yes. Jose Quintana, which is a really good signing. Um, right. David Robertson, who they're paying $10 million next year. They've committed over $800 million total to free agents, which is just a mind-boggling number. I mean, they, wow. they really better deliver some championships at this hey, point. For decades, the Mets fans around here would always, oh, you're buying championships, you're buying championships. I guess they're not saying that anymore. Well, you know, buying a championship is better than never winning one, I guess. That's yeah, right. That's definitely and true. not only that, the, 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 the Yankee dynasty in the late 90s, early 2000s was not bought. It was homegrown guys and trades. Yeah. No, you're not so. wrong about it. Really, the, the the Yankee championship that was bought was 2009. Everything Correct. before that was Correct. mostly homegrown. Yes. But yes, that, that's yep. a fair. Yep. Yeah. 
Right. Even and, and the it, 70s. The only, the, only, the only free agent guy that had an impact on that team was Reggie. Yeah. Everybody else was homegrown or traded. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the knock, obviously, is the Yankees are a great team year in, year out because they can attract right. free agents. They can keep their guys. Like, Derek right. Jeter would have never re-signed if he came up with Kansas City or something. And, that, and so, that's, that's probably true. the biggest – right, that's probably the biggest boon they have going for them is that, right, they can keep all their guys. Like, you know, all those, yeah. those guys from the Royals, you know, uh, World Series team. I mean, those are great players, and then eventually it just it just fell off a cliff because the Royals couldn't afford to keep those guys. Well, again, they could have afforded yeah, right. to keep those guys, but they told people that they couldn't afford to keep those guys. So, yeah. you know. That's... Mike Moustakis just got DFA'd today, so maybe a reunion. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, that's oh, something. <laughs> I mean, he's not great, but he still would be an upgrade for us a third yes. anyway. Yes. Well, um, uh, I was sorry the Yankees didn't re-sign Andrew Benatendi. I really liked him. Um, yeah. I thought he would have been a, he would have perfect fit in left field for them. But uh, I, I, I don't know what the Cubs are doing. I guess the Cubs is trying to. Uh, I'm sorry, the White Sox. Yeah, he the White Sox. Yeah, he went to the White but, Sox, and they right. gave him a yeah. lot. They gave him five years, seventy five million. Which I mean, obviously, right. I know in this market is not that much. But for Andrew Benintendi, I mean, I guess he's a solid hitter, good fielder. But yeah, I, don't know I think that. he's perfect. It would be a perfect for the Yankee lineup. But but yeah. you know, a, a, a table setter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will you know, say, five, again, a, a guy with some injury issues, five years. Yes, yeah. that's, that's a that's a long time to give a contract to a guy like that. Yeah, but he's only twenty-seven. Yeah, um, I know, I but, mean, I'm, but he, but right, but he's only twenty-seven. He's had all these injury issues and stuff. It's probably not going to get better moving forward. I don't think he's had that many injury issues. When he played for the Red Sox, he was never injured. Well, that I was mean, three years ago, a little concerning. Point. His his injury last year was a little concerning to me. Whenever you have a wrist injury on a swing, yeah, that 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 could be that could affect you. But Maybe but I, I don't know. Um, how about how about uh, Dansby Swanson signing with the Cubs? That kind of shocked me. Yeah, why? why you didn't expect him to go there? I expect him to leave Atlanta. Oh, I thought yeah. they want to keep the. That's I thought they're going to keep the uh, crew together, and uh, I don't even know what he got. What did he get for, for going for them? He, yeah, he got seven years, one hundred and seventy-seven million dollars. So that's, that's one that's reason. A yeah, yeah, that's, that's a lot that's of money. That's a lot of money. And, and, yeah, and I mean, look, you know, obviously he deserves it. Um, he's making shortstop money, and I, you know, you have you have to cut corners somewhere. Like, I mean, you know. Not I, look the Braves. I'm sure could afford to pay half a billion dollars if they really, really wanted to. You know, a lot of these right. teams make a huge profit. But at the end of the day, you got to let guys go. Sometimes that's a hard contract to match. So I'm not totally yeah. surprised when you see that number. And especially when you well, look at the other short. I mean, like you know, he got close to the same contract as a lot of these other big shortstops, and I, he's just not quite on the level of Correa or Turner or Bogarts right. to me. I mean, it's right. And those guys got monster contracts. So really, in comparison to those contracts, this is a pretty good bargain. Honestly, yeah, I, yeah, so I agree. that's true. Yeah. He's young. He's not. He's not as great as some of the other guys, but he's a very, very solid player. Yeah. yeah. But Brock, you mentioned it, it's. it's well, you mentioned it's true. San Diego. Yeah. Has pulled back the curtain on Major League Baseball. Oh yeah. Oh A yeah. small market team that can spend whatever they want. It just goes to show you that these other small market teams, like your Royals, right, yep. are pocketing money, just pocketing the money, yep. and not put it back into the team. One hundred percent. That wasn't the original. That wasn't the original idea of the the, the tax. Right. The tax was it's supposed to go back into players, right. and player development, right. and it's not being done by most yeah. teams. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of San Diego, they signed Xander Bogarts to an eleven year, two hundred and eighty million dollar <laughs> yeah, contract. Bogarts until he's forty one. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, so that, the, the, all of these contracts are just like these guys don't are, all are, are all, all into their forties. Well, they, he's gonna. <laughs> Uh, oh no, that's right. No, he is playing short. That's right. Yeah. They're moving. Uh, uh, 
what's his name, Junior, off off short. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure by the time he's 41, he'll be in left field if he's oh. even still playing. But oh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. that, that is kind of the question. I mean, these guys are signing these enormous contracts with the way MLB contracts are structured and the way you know the, the fact that you are basically guaranteed every cent of the money that you sign for. How do you justify signing these guys to these massive deals? I mean, are they are they basically expecting them to retire and just? basically deferring this contract money to the back end of their contract or what why would you just sign a guy to like you know an eight-year deal for as much money i agree with you i don't know why um it's going to be a, a it's going to be a, a, a drag on these teams no doubt you would think right like all, but, all this uh, dead money in 10 years 11 years yeah but maybe they're figuring that the new contracts are going to be so rich that uh, the intelligent contracts and stuff that they don't have to worry about it by then? I don't, yeah. I don't know. And, yeah, I mean, and honestly, I mean, they're, they're setting the market to the point where these contracts are going to get dwarfed by the time that they're actually ending. So right, maybe right, they'll be on the low right. end by then. Well, I do think that there's going to be like... Now, this year happens to be a, a tremendous free agency year. Sure. I mean, there's... Yeah. there's You know, especially right at all these premium positions is all these players. Yeah. Um, so I do think we're not going to see an offseason like this again at least for a few years. Uh, yeah, sure. True. An and espe- right, and especially, you know, these big teams, you know, again, like we're saying, you know, the, yeah, the Mets payroll is going to be $500 million now. Where can they go? You know, can they sign another one of these contracts next year and go to $600 million? You know, at a certain point, there is yeah. a limit. Maybe they're investing in another pyramid scheme and they really think they're going to be able to get a big return <laughs> on their investment. I mean, who knows? Let me let me tell you something. If he could trade for Shohei Otani, Otani today... He would, and he'd give him a four hundred million dollar yeah. contract. Yeah, yeah. And Otani, so, Otani I mean, would love uh, to be in that situation. Right, right. So I just, uh, I think that it's, it's a bottomless pit for him. Yeah, no, it's really true. I mean, you know? I, I look, it's and Steve Cohen. I, you know, say what you will about him. Obviously, I think we've said. You know, he spends a lot of money. It's great. He is a fan. You know, unlike a lot of yes, other owners, right. he really That's does true. care about winning championships and really doesn't seem to be just in it for the profit. Well, a lot and, of guys right. f- feel like they buy a team for a tax write-off, and he really yeah. is putting his money where his mouth is. You know, he's he's a long-suffering Mets fan who happens to have billions of dollars. Basically. Right. Well, you know, right. especially in these like That's big true. markets, you know, these these expensive teams. That, you know, however much he paid for the Mets, you know, the billions of dollars he spent. Yeah, it it's much easier to justify owning a small market team as an investment for your own personal portfolio than it is a big market yeah. team, right? I mean, just because mm. one, you just have to spend money for these uh, bigger market teams, and it's just, you're not gonna you know recoup your investment as much compared to spending one billion dollars on you know the Royals compared to spending two and a half billion dollars on the Mets, and then you know whenever yeah. you sell it later on. It's just going to be a better investment to you know go for these smaller ones. So the guys yeah. who are buying the big market teams, theoretically, you know, I mean, we see it with uh, uh, Steve Ballmer with the Clippers too in L.A. I mean, you know, these guys they just right they're fans and they have all this money and they want to put money into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And it tends to pay. They all got hurt. Is uh, the Dodgers got hurt a bit this time? They lost a bunch of guys. Who'd they lose? Well, they lost. Well, Trey uh, Turner. Uh, well, Trey, Trey, Trey Turner's obviously Trey the Turner. big one. Yeah. They lost Justin Turner. Was he? He was on the Dodgers. Oh yeah, right? he was. Yeah. They lost Bellinger. They lost uh, Bellinger. So that, that's, yeah. I wouldn't call that one a loss exactly at this point. Uh, Bellinger's going to so bounce young. back. He didn't just I forget how to play rock. baseball. He'll be like twenty-five years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Maybe. he's gonna he's gonna come back. He's gonna have like yeah. He'll he'll figure it out. I don't know what's gonna happen or when he's gonna figure it out, but he'll okay. figure it out. Um, Maybe. Well, uh, the, the Cubs seem to be making a move, right? The Cubs are starting to uh, en- enough with the cellar dweller stuff. Yeah, you know they got Bellinger now. They got the Swanson. Yep. They're starting to move. Yep, yep. And, and I'm t- sure that they're not done this offseason either. 
Jamison Tyone. They oh yeah. Oh, they got Tyone too. Okay, yeah. uh, Tyone's a good pitcher. I, I agree. He's a good. He's going to go out there. He's good, he's going to give you. You know, he's going to give you thirty starts. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, yep. s- solid. Very solid pitcher. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, the but I'm I'm else, I'm happy it? Bogarts got paid like he did. Also, yeah, as we were talking about San Diego yeah. before. Um. Yeah. The Red Sox, man. I mean, like, really, that's the counter to the thing I was saying before about buying a team for an investment, and you don't want to buy, you know, the big market ones. Man, they yeah. are cheap. They're cheap. Yeah, like, I don't know what's going pay? on with the Red Sox. How are they, they? They traded Mookie. I mean, the Mookie Betts trade looks like one of maybe all the, the worst trades in history yeah, of baseball. Right? Uh, yeah, agree. All the all the killer bees are gone from that team. Yep, yep. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it, they're, I mean, they're, I mean it's it, practically not it, competitive. It's, right. It's like how do you? How can they even justify like signing Devers next year? Like. I don't. Why? Why would he even look at that organization and say you're going to give me the best contract? Because they're not. Like they just don't give anybody yeah. the best contract. Like of course, Denver's yeah. Gonna, you know, uh, the, uh, go. The, the the sad thing about a you know having a team in a town like Boston, you know, a, a sizable market with a really dedicated fan base is those fans are never going to abandon the team. So if you really want it to be right. malicious and just pinch pennies, you're still going to sell tickets. You're still going to sell out the stadium, even if they're losing 90, 100 games a year. So I hope that's that that's right. not what they're doing. I hope that this is, you know, maybe they have a big crop of prospects coming up. I don't know. But it certainly doesn't feel like they intend to compete in the next couple of years. I, I agree with you, Rock. It seems like they're almost, uh, you know, giving away a few years. just to, And, it's, you know, it's um, – I mean, I'd love to see the Yankees get uh, – what's his name? The third baseman. Devers. I mean, uh, he'd be perfect at Yankee Stadium, Devers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you may get your wish. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I mean. But uh, I, yeah, anything else? That, with free agency? I'm, I'm, I think that J, uh, J.D. Martinez signing with the Dodgers was kind of a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. I mean, he's a, kind of a almost a 40-year-old DH at this yeah, point. Yeah. We talk about uh, DeGrom going to the Rangers. That's a great move for right, them. That was huge. Yeah. yeah. A great move for them. Um, five years, $185 I, million. See, I didn't I, realize he's 35. Man, it, I thought he was a couple years younger. No, yeah, he 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 didn't really start like pitching great yeah. until like he was a little later in his career. It really yeah, yeah. all the talk and everything. It does Mike, not seem Mike, like he didn't he... start pitching until he started pitching until later in his career. He was a shortstop for so long in, yeah. in the minors. Right, right, right. Um, it really feels like he did not enjoy being a Met. I mean, he wasn't even like no. he didn't yeah. even like give like a, a thank you tweet or anything to Mets fan, like just like the most the fans basic no, stuff did. you could do he wasn't doing yeah the, he did the fans Ye- were yesterday very tough he gave on a, him. he gave a, a very heartfelt goodbye yesterday. oh he did oh, yesterday okay. oh yesterday yeah. well this contract was signed yeah. three weeks yeah. ago yeah. I mean it's I know I know I know but he did maybe it took he a did. lot of convincing to get him to write it I, I, I do feel he, he was treated very badly by the I, I feel like the fans kind of turned on him every time he got hurt which is very unfair I mean he you know it's not his fault that he's getting hurt he was the best pitcher in baseball when he was on the field so. Right. Yeah. For, now for the only five thing about the Mets, real, yeah. The only thing about the Mets is you got your two stud pitchers are old. Yeah. And and uh, the, you know they've been hurt. I mean, Kurt, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Verlander. Who, the Verlander. Yeah. Just came back from one year from Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And one. Who knows how he's going to? Re- right. But who knows how he's going to react the second year? Yeah. You know, yeah, it, and, it's and, uh, I, like if you're gonna be gambling on two forty-year-olds to be at the top of your rotation, like Verlander and Scherzer are the two guys to do it with. It is certainly something yeah. to well, sure. be worried about still, but right, Scherzer's been hurt the last two years and has faded down the stretch. So maybe 
They figure, let, you know, let's really rest these guys during the season, only start them 22 games, yeah. get them ready for October. Yeah, maybe. No. And then, you, you know, I the Mets are going to... No, sorry, go ahead, Rock. I was going to say, if the Mets are going to keep spending like this, you know, they only invested two years in Verlander. Maybe they kind of consider them more bridge guys until they can bring in, you know, sign really big contracts with some well, other that's pitchers true. next couple of years. And Scherzer's only got two years left, right, too. Right, yeah, so... And they just got Senga yeah. for five years, so they are starting to rebuild a little bit younger, too. I think the anyway. big mistake for them was not re-signing Chris Bassett. Uh, he was... He, uh, oh, yeah. I agree, Mike. That dude's I'm a sorry good he went to Toronto. Again, yeah, I know. And again, he's not like... I mean, he's 33. He's not a young kid or anything. But, like, yeah. I, he's a guy who I think you can you can expect to rely on for four to five years moving right. forward still. Dude, dude's just a solid pitcher. Um, you know, again, I, I know he's getting over getting... He, uh, He's getting over twenty uh, million a year, Chris Bassett. Twenty feet? Is he really? Yeah, three. I didn't know it was that odd. Three years, sixty-three million. He's good. Oh He's my good. God. Yeah, I mean, but you know, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, like I know they get Jose Quintana, but like I don't know, give me Chris Bassett at those contracts anyway. You can never just, have too much pitching. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, the Yankees didn't need a pitcher, but and they went out and got Carlos Rodon anyway, just because you can't have to. You're right. You get as many yeah, starters you as you can. Starters are going to get hurt. Right, exactly. You move number five to long relief and bring him back into the rotation, the first guy who gets hurt, and that's just how right. you exactly. run a good team. Yeah, thousand percent. Cat, Catfish Hunter was the first big free agent pitcher that signed back in the 70s yeah. when, when free agency first started. Yeah. He made four, 400 grand a year. <laughs> that's how much it's grown. Well, it's unbelievable. You know what? The I mean, major, back then, too, the players should be getting now. paid more also. I mean, it's not like you know, the, the owners were right. hoarding money right. then. Well, you know yes. what? I'm sure that wherever Kurt Flood is, he's very happy with you know how things have hey, gone. So gotta be. they should all get down and say a prayer to Kurt Flood yeah. every day. Yep, yep. yep. these thousand guys. percent. All right, yeah, uh, next, yeah let's move on. Uh, NFL yeah. also had a pretty crazy week this week. Um, yeah, I mean between crazy the Patriots and how about those Giants? Yeah, Giant. A Giants Giants good. A huge, huge game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What was, getting, what was it? There was one other one. Spanked was, around by Philly. What was the other one that was like you know, cool I was, game? what? I, oh, last week. Yeah, there was well, one other one that the, was like uh, specific one that was cool. I feel like. Oh, the Viking Vikings with the uh, biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, right. that was a what a game! I could not. Oh, believe, I mean, what, I, neither could I because I watched that whole game and I, mostly because I had three Vikings players on my fantasy team, so I was just praying <laughs> that they would do something. And of course, in the second half, they did. But I mean, that was yep. one of the craziest games I've ever seen in my life. You still yeah, watched the first still in the fantasy playoffs, right? Thirty-three, nothing. No, I did lose, um, but wow. but you know, just making it was a surprise. So yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I watched the first. I watched the first half of the game, thirty-three, nothing. The mom and I had to go out to dinner with some friends, so I you know, who thought anything of it. Yeah, I could not believe when I got home and heard they lost. Yeah, that was just absolutely shocking. Yeah. 33-point lead. Jeff Saturday although, can't get his job Although now, it, right? was a weird, it was a weird 33 points because it, it's not <sighs> like they were dominating on offense or anything. It was turnovers and it was different things, that short fields. But, to stay, but even uh, so, even if you're not outplaying it, to have such an advantage, you just have to play like at their level or even significantly under their level to maintain that lead, and they just completely and blew Indy's it. And Indy's got a decent defense. That's, that's, the, it's a, you know, that's the most unbelievable part. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of shocked that Matt Ryan got benched because he scored 33 points in the first half. Like, what's he supposed <laughs> to do? He scored a ton of points. Like, the defense totally blew it. It wasn't his fault yeah. that they blew the game. Oh, uh, yeah, but that, that look, that New England thing was one of the most unbelievable things. I've oh, ever my seen. God, oh, my that God. was the worst play I've ever seen. Be- no, so, so I can't here, believe it. So here's the thing. As I understand it, Belichick didn't actually call that play. 
what I've heard is that, is that there wasn't an intention to let... So at first I was like, why would Belichick call that? This is insane. He's losing it. Apparently, the first guy who lateraled just kind of took it upon himself to lateral. And right. the second guy is like, oh, we're lateraling now. And that's when it landed in, uh, what's his face, his hands, Jones, Chandler Jones's hands, who had right. basically given up on the play. He just walked into the end zone. But, I right. mean, what a brain fart on the field to even do that. I've never seen anything like that. Rock, when you said that Chandler Jones gave up on the play, yeah. that's 100% right. Yeah. You heard what happened, right? What? They said they have an overview shot of the players. Yeah. And ten of the players are running all over the field, yeah. and he's just standing there. Totally gave up on the play, <laughs> and the ball is up in his lap. Oh and he my runs god! Touchdown! Oh uh, whatever my god. works. I mean, it's t- tough to criticize him when he ends up scoring the game-winning touchdown. But you sure would like to I see know. him yeah. chase the I ball know. a little bit. Yeah, right. But uh, no, that was absolutely crazy, and it, it messed me up. I would have been three and zero if the Patriots won that game uh, in our picks. I so. know. Well, Ugh. that's all right. That's uh, and the. Um, but Michael, I was talking about before. Lamar Jackson is making more and more money every week. That Baltimore cannot move the ball. I know, score. seriously, jeez. So yeah, you know, is, uh, what, is he due back this week? Is he playing this week? Do you guys know? I feel like he's kind of been week to week. I don't know if he's actually playing. Um, let me take a look because they they do need him. You know, they got to try and win that division. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't see any indication that he's necessarily Nothing coming yet. back this week. Right. So. Because when do they play Cincinnati? They play them next week or the final week? They play. I think the final. they play Cincinnati the final week. So okay. he may come back just for that game if the if the, if the division's on the. Well, line. they got three games left. They got the, they're at home against the right. Falcons, home against the Steelers, and then at Cincinnati. I feel like if right. he's physically capable of playing at Cincinnati, he'll play that game. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. But we'll see. Stranger to. things have happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I, I don't I know if they're going to catch Cincy anyway, but. We'll I did think Dol- Dolphins Bills is a great game. It was all it was uh, you know lived up to the hype. And I'll tell you yes, what, I didn't like people throwing snowballs on the no. field. Did, no, I no, I agree. Did, I you, did you that. hear I that? Hated did, that. Did you hear, the PA announcer said um, at one point in the game that anybody who got hit with a snowball would be a fifteen yard penalty against Buffalo, which I think was fair. You know, it was Buffalo yes. fans throwing oh, yep. uh, sure. snowballs and I really, at uh, Dolphins. I, I, I can't believe there wasn't like a single Dolphins fan in the front row who wasn't just chucking snowballs on the field at that point, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but what look, I will some say guy is, can lose an eye. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not no, right, of course. It's not it's right. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. I will say is, I am very impressed with how Miami played in that weather, considering the week before they had to have heaters when they were playing the Rams in L.A. inside, like, indoors. <laughs> they're indoors yeah. in L.A. with heaters, and they go up to Buffalo in this, you know, 20 degrees, and oh. they looked pretty good. I mean, you know, I know Tyreek is used to playing in uh, Kansas City and everything, but, like... Yeah. Right. Well, still. you know what? They better get used to it, because Dolphins at Bills is a pretty likely AFC championship game. I mean, you know, there's other possibilities. No, what do you mean, no, it's not? I think they could definitely... No, it's not. Why not? The, Dol- the Dolphins are the uh, imposters in the group. Why? Because they're not nearly as good as Buffalo, not nearly as good as Kansas why? City. Why? Tell me why. And they're not nearly as good as Cincinnati. Because they're just not. What do you mean, tell me why? They're not. They're gonna have to play. They're gonna have to play the championship game in a cold weather city. They're not, win, they're not a playoff game in a cold weather city. They're not winning that game. All right. Well, we'll see. I think, I think the Dolphins opinion. are a lot better than you think, and you are always wrong. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this plays out. <laughs> well, well, when we go, when we do our picks. We'll, see, we'll we'll check that that notion out. Yeah, yeah. I will say I don't. Um, I don't think they're on hey, a Bills. Hey, you, I don't think they're on the Bills Chiefs level. I I just if the if those Thank three you. teams are playing each other all be. the time. 
They don't need well, to be. The Bengals they, weren't on the Bills and Chiefs level last year, and they made the Super Bowl. No, I the know, Bills but are they are this year, right now. They only had to play one of them. If the Bills and Chiefs get the number one seed and number two seed, the Dolphins would probably, unless one of those two teams loses beforehand, probably have to go through both of them to make the, the Super Bowl. I could see them right. winning well, one game against those teams. It seems very difficult. Happened. Well, no, no, no. Right, I'm, well, but I'm saying probably, well, yeah. like probably, the number one and two seed, you know, seeds are not going down before facing the team that they need to beat. Yeah, that never happens. That's a great point. It never happens in the NFL. Uh, and how 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 are generally. our good friends in Philadelphia feeling these days with Jalen Hurts' uh, throwing shoulder? I mean, they're thirteen and one. Honestly, I think that they should just you know shut him down the rest of the season, get him ready for the playoffs. Just have him, you know, it, just have him warm up. Because I look, he's a running quarterback. You don't want him to get hurt. He's already having shoulder issues. Shut him down. They are they basically won the division, right? Except that would be five weeks without playing in a game. The three final games and the bye, and then another week till the next game. That's a long time to stay sharp. You know, I be sharp agree. if you're not playing. I agree, but I'm also, if he's not ready to play, I mean, then, then he's got oh, no. five yeah, games. Yeah, but my my point is, I, you know, his, this injury could be a lot more serious than they're even letting on. Yeah, you know, he's he's definitely not playing this week. They announced that today. Yeah. So, uh, well, the interesting thing was before he before it was announced he was hurt, they were four point favorites. Yeah. Now they're five point underdogs. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Imagine one player nine point swing. That's unbelievable. Yeah, well, he's, you know, an MVP quarterback. I mean, yeah. Although I will say Gardner Minshew is one of the better backups in the league. I agree. So he can he win a sound game. Like this guy can't win a game. Yeah. He's fine. He's a fine quarterback. He was winning yeah, games he, in Jacksonville, so I feel like he can win games with the thirteen and one yep. Eagles. Yes. I feel like he's one of the thirty-two best quarterbacks in the world. He should be a starter somewhere. I mean, I yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah, he yeah he'd be starting in Atlanta. He'd be starting in a bunch of places. So yeah, I yeah, do think he's, he's the he's best backup great. in the NFL. He, yeah, I don't know how Philadelphia always be. does that with these backups. Yeah. Well, because well, Foles you know, was bad, except for that one stretch. Yeah, like Minshew has never been bad. Minshew's always been good when he's been in the he's, games. He's always been I, fine. Right. He's always been fine. F- yeah, he's right, great, good, yeah, good is good. Rocky's is right with that talent. He'll, he, with that talent, it should not be a nine-point swing. Yeah, yeah. The talent, no, the yeah, Eagles. even yeah. still, it just shouldn't be. So. But yeah, it, but you know, we're, we're going to be with our Philadelphia relatives on Christmas Day. It's going to be awfully fun to see if they lose. We'll be able to. It'll be really not fun if they win, though, Dad. It'll be really not fun if they win. <laughs> by the way, by the way, they're playing on Christmas Eve, but that's okay. We're going to be with them on Christmas Eve. So, oh, Christmas Eve—that's what yeah. I meant. Yes. Yeah, Eve. yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve. I, I knew we were going to be there because Ann Joan wanted to change the time so they get home to watch the game. Well, they got the—it's <laughs> a, it's a four thirty game. We'll just watch it there. I know. All right. Well, we'll make well, our family plans off the podcast, I guess. Well, the Giants, right, Giants okay. are at one, and we're not getting there till two, so we're going to be missing some of that game. Or I'll well, watch we, it on my we, phone well, in the car. Goes, we're gonna way. we're gonna pick Rocky up at the airport and stop at a bar on the way down. Yeah, and watch, yeah, yeah. Watch a little we'll bit. We'll figure of it. it out. By the way, so. speaking of the Giants, I was rooting so hard for them. Not only because I want them to make the playoffs, but because I feel like for the Packers to have any chance, like I I didn't want Washington to win that game because they have a much higher chance of having a downward spiral and maybe opening up a position for the Packers. I think the Giants still look very very strong. I mean, they they look like a team that could go to the Super Bowl. Washington to me feels like a team that never what? could. What? All right, now. That is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. What? You think they can go to the Super Bowl? They could. Okay, they lost by a million points to the Eagles the week before, and Dallas kicked their ass twice. You think the Giants going to beat one of those teams? I didn't say they were going to. I said that they I could. Have, said, you, I am you're wrong. shocked yeah. Dad is, take, wrong is taking on this, this take. I'm shocked you're taking this take, Dad, honestly, because you're, yeah. you're right. always very right. like, 
Because but when when our teams are like even remotely good, you're very like, oh, why can't they go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, now, well, actually, you always have a shot. No, but no, Rocky I made a definitive statement. No, I, I actually agree with you that on this. I don't think there's any chance the Giants can make the Super Bowl. Even right, they got to win three games against teams that are going to be better than them. I, I just don't right. don't see it. They're not right. playing well, great. Now they are getting healthier. I, I'm not saying they can't ma- get a win or two even. Um, but I don't think that they're a, a legitimate contender to win no. the NFC. No. Well, I, I disagree. Although the, the the point that I was making was, I see the Giants much more as a contender than Washington, who I see as having just a zero percent chance. There's like, imagine if they were I in the playoffs. Could you see any chance of Washington make the playoffs? It, there's no chance. But I feel like the Giants. Could there's a path for them to pull it off? I feel like Daniel Jones is a competent enough quarterback. Look, the last two Super Bowls they won, you wouldn't have thought that they they had the team to do it either, and they pulled right. it off. So sometimes they it had, happens. They had guys that could catch the ball back then. They have, they have no receivers. Well, now, now they got guys who can but run I, the ball. They, 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 again, and the defense looks look, very good. Well, yeah. Look, the, the first one they won because that defense was absolutely elite, and the right, second better one, than this defense. Yes, 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 yes. And the second yeah, one they yeah. won because I mean. Uh, Eli had one of the best stretches you'll ever see from a quarterback in, in during the, that 2011 postseason. Yeah. I, I just don't think Daniel Jones can do that this year, and the defense is not good enough. So uh, to me, it's just not a one-to-one for me about if they you know, can go on that sort of magical run. Uh, look, but to Rocky, I, hope, I hope they do. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, but to Rocky's point, yeah. it at least would be fun. But look, at least, at least yes. we're, we're interested in games in late December. But look, you look at the <laughs> stats. I'll take look, it. There's really only two teams that I think definitively are better than the Giants, and that's the Eagles and the Niners. I think the Vikings you can you can slip past easily, especially if they're playing you know prime time playoffs with uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I think you definitely get I past that. I do agree them. with that. And, well, they're playing this weekend, so we'll see. Well, yeah, we will. That, that could be a nice preview. And I think you can definitely beat. I would I would put the chances of the Giants going to the Super Bowl higher than Dallas's chances. I don't I, really. I, I, I yeah, okay. I'm, I'm strongly I disagree with that actually. Okay, yeah, I, okay. I, I think the da- well, we'll I think Dallas pretty much has. I think Dallas is probably better than the Giants in just about. Every area, I, I can't think of a single yeah. one that Giants. I mean, maybe a running back, I guess. Okay. But even the Dallas has two of those at least. Well, like, that's true. That's true. And yeah, and their I, combined running game might be a little better. That's true. I do yeah. agree that it's going to be between Philadelphia and San Francisco. I think those are the two. And I think I, I, I would actually you know, see, I would actually put Dallas close to there. I, Dallas is really really good. I wouldn't. I I, I would really really good. I, I shouldn't say. Well, I shouldn't they, say. They, what? They're they're uh, they have one of the worst coaches in the NFL. That's their problem. Well, I'll give you that. Uh, so, that's true. That's uh, that's a, next, actually a very next good year. Point. Next year, when they have Sean Payton on, on the sideline, we'll see how much better they're they not, are. They're not firing well, McCarthy. I, how can you? How can you? Why, they're, what? They're, they're not going to fire him. He's awful. Oh yeah, no, I they're agree. not going to fire him. No, I agree. He's awful. But there's no I way. Hope they, they there's they don't. no way. He's in our division. Yeah, they won't. They won't fire him. Yeah. No, it was the same reason why the the Packers didn't fire McCarthy for so long. Like, yeah, we we know that we needed a change, but like, he won a Super Bowl and was winning games, you know, just enough to stay hired. So that's yeah, what's, well, what's going to happen in Dallas. Uh, look, we'll I will say the team that I'm rooting hardest for, assuming that the Packers don't make the playoffs, is the Lions. They have a legitimate shot to finish ten and seven. They have a pretty strong path to the playoffs. In fact, I got to say, just you know, watch out, make sure that the Giants get there in the first place because there's a couple teams right. coming up the rear right now. Well, De- Detroit holds the tiebreaker on them. Oh, yeah. Rock, what, what is Detroit's uh, schedule the rest of the way? Pat? So Detroit is at Carolina on Christmas Eve. Okay, then, that's win- right. That then they're at home against Chicago. And then, they're, and then they're at Green Bay. 
So that game could be a playoff game. It, that it, could be a, it, that, yeah, basically could be a playoff. That game. really could be a playoff game. Yeah. Because um, who the Packers have the next two weeks? Well, that's the thing. The Packers actually have a much tougher road. That's why I'm not too bullish on our chances. So the Packers... Yeah, the they're next, playing much better now. They're playing better, but we're at Miami on Christmas Day. So I know you, okay. you're sure we'll win that game. I'm not. Then we're home against the Vikings. We already lost to them. So we'll see. Hopefully we have a better performance. And then, again, home against the Lions. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see where I we think, are at that point. I think Rodgers is healthier now. I think that's a big deal for them. I think they're you're right. Definitely we definitely look better the past couple of weeks. The Rams, we looked probably better than we had the entire year. Yes. Defense looked great yeah. the other night. Yeah, it looked Defense really looked good. Great. So maybe we're pulling it together. I hope we are. I, I, what I was thinking the other day was I feel like this LaFleur maybe needs to get knocked down a peg a bit. Because it seemed like yeah. the first half of the season, he was kind of like, well, whatever decision I make is the right decision because I win 13 games every year. So now yeah, I think he's kind sense. of being forced to eat a little humble pie. So I think maybe it'll be good for him going forward. And we may still be able to salvage a playoff appearance out of it. We'll see. Right. Now, speaking of the Rams, you guys mentioned the Rams. Yeah. You, do you think they're regretting the Jared Goff deal now? I mean, you know... Uh, they won a Super Bowl, yeah. so so that yeah, probably so, means but, that they don't regret. Yeah, it. Right. no, yeah, you can't. probably but, no, yeah. just based but on Jared that, but. Goff is developing into a very good quarterback in Detroit. Yeah, he's he's a very good quarterback. But you know, you know, yeah. he's young still. But Stafford is is already as good a quarterback as him, if not better. Um, he already won them a championship. If you win a championship because of a trade, you've won the trade. Well, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah. but look how bad the Rams are now, and Stafford's hurt. And he's getting older. Yeah, but if you they know, were, if they, but if they uh, were this bad again, they'd probably be looking for a quarterback anyway. I mean, they they wouldn't keep yeah, Goff if they were if they were. This and they bad. don't have any draft picks, so right. well, I, think well, being, I mean, they would have draft picks yeah. without Goff. But yes, right. don't forget Cooper right. Cup is also injured. I mean, they have a lot of injuries. Aaron Donald is now hurt. They have a lot of guys yeah. hurt. This is, I think, an anomaly, even with the roster they have for them to be performing this poorly. I, I, I do agree. think they're probably going to go out in the offseason and get a running back because they have literally no running game to speak of. Um, right. and, I, yeah, right. and, and I think that they're probably because remember before last year they also were like really mediocre so they just kind of have this like ping pong like sometimes they're good sometimes they're not I think that they'll bounce right. back but this and year obviously the, is not their year the de- it doesn't make sense that the defense is bad like they have good players all over the place on that defense I know is their I defense know. bad I feel like their offense has been sputtering and that's well, kind of been their problem I think they're both bad both bad yeah well the, the defense does rise up and play some decent games but the offense has been bad well, especially since Cup got hurt, they've been awful. Yeah, so. I'm looking at uh, Los Angeles's yards per game. They're in the top half of the league in defense. Oh, okay, that's better. Than, yeah. All right, that's better than I thought it was. Yeah, it's not terrible. They're thirteenth. Okay, uh, that, yeah, that's actually so, not as so, bad as I thought yeah. it was going to be. But yeah, so, but, so that's pretty you know, good. But I, it looks like yeah. it looks like a, an elite defense if you just look at it on paper, and it's uh, yeah, know, they're very no. mediocre. It, it's now, not performing as well as they should be. Yeah. Now I will right. also say the offense doesn't do them any favors because the offense can't stay no. on the field. So that is that is always going to no, hurt the right. defense when stuff like that happens. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but, and yeah. my my last two things about football are about the Jets. Uh, Robert Sala, who I think is a, a a very good young coach. I agree. Is one of the worst time management jobs I've ever seen in my life last week. Cost them the game. Easily oh, cost them the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Last week. Well, they just, you know, he had three timeouts left. They had the ball with like a minute 40 left. Yeah. And they needed a field goal to tie, touchdown to win. Yeah. And they mo- they were moving the ball. They actually had a first down. And and they let like 19 or 20 seconds run up before he called a timeout. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Like and then they ended up taking a trying to kick like a fifty eight yard field goal to tie or something. Yeah, and he, he yanked it left. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, now again, that, now if you're good enough, like God. I mean, Andy Reid is an awful time management coach and is one of the best coaches 
you know, he, well, he got I mentioned feel, in I our best like coaches it, of all time. I mean, he's yeah. That, that, I feel like his time now, management, his time management is a, is an antiquated issue. I don't think he really has had that issue over the last five or ten years. It's more from his time in Philadelphia. Well, that yeah, yeah, that's probably true. But even but even but even when he was in Philly, he was thought of as a very very good coach. Regardless, sure, sure, true. But, so, yeah. but Mike, Michael made a point before about you know some coaches have uh, you know guys next to them you know whispering in their ear about. Every coach should have that. Yeah, if they're concentrating so hard on the game, which is understandable, they should have a guy saying, "Coach, time out, time yeah. out." Yeah, and 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 the coach has to be, you know, uh, have enough um, uh, uh, confidence in that guy that he'll he'll do. Yeah, it. he well, should I always mean, be the... dressed in a dark, mysterious cloak, and he should always. Be <laughs> he has a cape. He has to have a ca- some sort of yes. black cape yes. on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Uh, uh, you know, I think the coaches all think they can do it until they get into the situation, and then you know we saw. Yeah, I mean, well, the first the first two weeks of the season with Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. I mean, oh, they yeah, like God. they like made him hire a guy immediately after that because they were just you, you can't have that. Yeah, he's an awful coach. Well, the the Jets' playoff chances are suddenly in trouble. They've lost three in a row. They're at home against the Jags, but then they're at the Seahawks with Pro Bowler Geno Smith. And then yeah, I, at the Dolphins, so um, yeah. they could easily lose two or three of those games and totally miss they're gonna, the playoffs. They're going to lose tonight. They're going to lose. Tonight I think they very the well Jags might. Play. The Jag, I, yeah. Why are the Jags good all of a sudden? I don't understand why they're like playing teams a lot closer now. Because we were talking about this before. Because uh, Lawrence, the, it just the click went off in his head, yeah. and he became a top quarterback. Yeah, I guess he's, he's been he's, playing a lot better. Yeah. You're right. You know, with, uh, yeah, so we were saying. I mean, this is this is essentially Trevor Lawrence's rookie year, as far as I'm concerned. Because that first year mm-hmm. with with Urban Meyer, that was the worst oh, yeah, possible situation any yep. young quarterback has probably maybe ever been in, outside of maybe David Carr. Like, yep, yep. I, I, I've never seen a coach screw up a team like that before. I, it Terrible. was, and it was just like scandal after scandal after scandal on top of being horrible at his job. I, yep. Man, so it's like, so this year he has Doug Peterson, who's a good coach who knows how to game plan, who gets you know. Knows what he's doing, so yeah, you know it took it took yeah, him about half you know halfway three quarters through the through the year before he really caught on, like it would with a really good rookie. So yeah, right. And my other comment about the Jets is Zach Wilson stinks. Yeah, awful. Their, their quarterback is just you could just see it. You could just see that he just doesn't have. Yeah, it. what are they going to do and, about their know, quarterback situation? I mean, they're just like they can't figure it out. I know. Brock, they haven't figured it out in decades. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I guess when they had Pennington, he was a good quarterback, but, yeah. uh, you know, he got hurt. But other than that, it's really, I mean, they've wasted so many good big draft picks on these guys, and I just don't see it with this kid. I just don't. Yeah. I, I, what do you guys I, think? I, like, he finally even made the throw last week that everybody wanted him to make, the, like, you know, yeah. moving to his left and throwing it across his body 35 yards downfield for the touchdown, you know, to a – and it was a very impressive throw. That's yeah. the only impressive throw he has in his arsenal. Like, he can't make another throw. He was supposed to be... I mean, he basically got drafted number two overall because they were like, look at how good this guy throws the ball on the run, which is yeah. a very important part of the modern NFL. He's shown yeah. none of that. Like, he can't throw the no. ball on the run. He can't throw it out of the pocket. He makes terrible decisions. He no. can't hit guys on on uh, uh, you know little screen passes. He's awful. Awful, yeah. I, and there's yeah. uh, this. This is like uh, uh, Josh Rosen level bad to me. I I, I really think it's right, like right. I, I just don't see any path for him becoming even a viable backup in the NFL. 
Yeah, and it's but at least Josh Rosen was down in the draft a little bit. This kid was number yeah, two, right. more like Jamarcus Russell. He's a huge Russell, bust. Number one pick. Yeah, yeah, huge bust. And, and it's it, it's it's weird to see the Jets fail with quarterbacks so often because it's kind of getting into Cleveland Browns territory of like, yeah, how do you right. have like yeah. over generations of coaches and executives? <laughs> right. Like, how does everybody like? It's just something in the water. Like, you yep. figure accidentally you get a decent quarterback at some point, but well, they, they just did, haven't been able to figure it out with in twenty Gino, years. And then and he got you know he didn't get good until now, but still. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess like that's fair. Punched, somebody got punched in the face in the I locker know. room. So yeah. That wasn't good for lo- that wasn't good for team morale. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll say. <laughs> the uh, so, I mean, yeah, right. no, but you're, you're right, Rock. You're, the amount of I mean, and like the guys come into the Jets organization generally pretty highly thought of. You know, all these coaches mm-hmm. and GMs and stuff. And you're right, every single one just misses. It's crazy how it happens yeah. like that. It just doesn't yeah. happen for most teams. You're right. There's like a select few, a handful that just. They never hit on it. Yeah. They're like, at least you hit, like, even if you're like the Bengals, you might get like a John Kitna, you know what I mean? Like a guy who can kind of, who's like not awful, like even if your franchise isn't great. But yeah, they they can't figure it out. Which is, which is, understand this. Because he's had thirty years of great quarterbacking. Well, well, no, yeah, and, and soon to be, soon to be uh, forty-five. You know, we'll just see when <laughs> Jordan Love yeah, we'll up. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh God. Uh, uh, last but, I mean, thing I will j- say on this week. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, sorry. Last thing. Uh, the Jets, if they had a so, even someone in the top 15 quarterbacks in the NFL, they'd be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. That team is awesome outside of that one spot, but that one spot is so bad. Yeah. Well, they lo- they they won one one game they shouldn't have won two years ago where they would have had Trevor Lawrence on their team. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So. You're right. They, they, if they, <laughs> they had Lawrence. They probably ruined him, too. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, they would have ruined him, too. <laughs> Um, ahead, last Mark. thing I will say is, don't look now, but the Raiders are 6-8. and eight. They've won four of their last five. They've, they've beaten the Broncos, which is no big feat. But at the Seahawks, they beat the Chargers, they beat the Patriots. They're not going to make the playoffs this year, but they'll be back. They'll figure it out. Well, they they met, what, what would they have left, Rock? What are the three teams they have left? Steelers, who they probably will beat, but then Niners and Chiefs. So it's a pretty tough game. Oh, okay. Although both right, of those yeah. are at home, so maybe they'll win one. I don't eh. know. Well, it depends if those teams need the games or not. Yeah, if they're playing True, for yeah, nothing. If the Chiefs we'll are resting Mahomes but... or something, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Right. Yeah, I so. mean, they're only... Well, that... They're probably only two games out of the playoffs then, right? Right now? Yeah, only two games out. Yeah. I mean, there's only three to play. I, right, I mean, it's it, it's very, very unlikely, but... Yeah, yeah. But still, you're right. From All where right, they were, next? you know, a little while ago. Yeah. That's very impressive. Well, next we got to make our uh, our picks, right? Yeah. NFL yeah. Picks. Oh, right. Get a little gambling in. Well, let's go. Let's go over the previous because we haven't been on on the air in two right, weeks. Right. Yeah. I, I I know America's missed us greatly. But, of course. Uh, yeah. So and uh, so and all have, of our fans in Azerbaijan. Shout out to them. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's right. You know our 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 West Coast ratings are going through the roof. You know, you guys know that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, through the roof. Oh yeah. We're we're uh, on, through the roof. We're trying to get national ads on them and everything. Oh good. Oh good. good. All right, good. a lot, so, lot of Giants so let me give Packers you our, fans over there in the, the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me give you guys the what happened in the last two weeks. Okay? All right. So, um, Rocky, you were three and three over the last two weeks. Okay, you had a, a one and two week and a two and one week. Respectable. So you're making a bit of a comeback. All right. And your seasonal record is 11, 24 and one. Okay, better than it was last still week. Got off. Yeah, still got off. <laughs> yes, well. Right. I, I have Mike, a feeling I'm about to fall off a cliff through. here. Yeah. Oh, did. Oh, you good. Know, you, 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 you finally broke through. You didn't go zero and three like you did the previous two weeks. Beautiful. You went one, one and two, and one and two. Okay, so two and four. Huge. 
So you're you you and Rocky now are in a battle. Yeah, I'm gaining on you, Mike. Place. All right, you've uh, you're now fourteen twenty one and one. <laughs> so uh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I was looking right. real real different a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I also went three and three of those two weeks with a one and two and a two and one. So I am 16, 18, and two. And Gabriella, my beautiful granddaughter and your beautiful niece, has gone four and two the last two weeks. Wow. She went one and two and three and all last wow, week. Wow, good for her. Damn. All right. So she's, she is now 14 and 13. The only one above water nice. with us is Gabby. And uh, we'll see what happens this week. Okay. All right, so things are uh, t- tightening up with me and Gabby a little bit, so I'm I'm going after her. All right, okay. Mike, I think you've uh, so he, so I'll give you. Um, uh, want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. No, I no no, no, no. We Who, whoever did no no whoever did worst goes first. That's how. Oh, fine. That's how oh, we'll fine. Go ahead, so Mike. Mike. So go ahead, so Mike. You get yeah, so I'm a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just, I, I I just like to go first, so that's really why I want to. All right. Right. <laughs> that's right. You're doing it on purpose, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, first, all right, uh, I'm going to take uh, Titans minus three at home versus the Texans. Um, I'm actually not super confident in this one, uh, especially with Tannehill going down, but Texans just not He's good. definitely not playing? He, I think he might be out for the year. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <sighs> it, it, that does worry me, certainly, but Titans are fighting for a playoff spot. I think Derrick Henry is just – right. At a certain point, they're just like, you know what? That's just that'll just be our offense. He'll rush for two hundred yards. He yeah. kills the Texans every single time he plays yeah. them. Um, four games in a row. I'll tell you, four games in a row. Two hundred yards. And they're also the right. They, yeah. They're only given three points at home. So to me, that tells me the betters are thinking that it's an even matchup without Tannehill. Uh, you know, you get three you right. get extra however many yeah. for home. Uh, I'm 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 on Titan. Tennessee Houston's on playing hard. Houston, I got to give them credit. They're not giving up. No, they're they're, yeah, they're not pushovers every week. They are not pushovers, no, right. but that's not a very big number either. So I just, I just think Tennessee I, would win by Okay, them. yeah. I um, really thought that they were going to beat the Chiefs. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> would have been good. Yeah, I, that would have been so much fun. Uh, yeah. Second for me is uh, the Falcons getting six and a half at Baltimore. Um, okay, and this is exclusively a Lamar Jackson thing. They. I, I, Atlanta has very much surpassed how good I thought they would and could be this year. Much, yeah, much I, better yeah. than I expected them to be. The defense is actually pretty decent. Um, yep. Now, I am not a Desmond Ritter fan who's starting a quarterback for them now moving forward. But I also yeah. wasn't a Marcus Mariota fan. They were playing well with Marcus Mariota. They're getting six and a half. That's just a lot of points. So that's just why I'm going to go that way. Right, especially, um, especially for a Baltimore team that can't score. Yeah, and the NFC South is wide open. Anyone could still win that division. All four teams. Oh, are in, so. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they're they're still fighting for their yeah. their playoff lives. So too, for yeah, sure. so so that's that's a good pick. Uh, and the last one, sorry, Rock. Uh, I'm taking Dolphins minus three and a half at home versus the Packers. Yeah, um, I almost took it myself. Yeah, again, I know the Packers are definitely playing uh, better now, uh, yeah. but the the chances that Miami scores forty points in this game are just. Whenever they're at home, they're real, real tough. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I don't think they will win by that much, but uh, three and a half, again, just not a huge number for me. It, it just made a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, who's next? Me then? I right, could. Yep. Uh, yeah, you guys are getting – you know, we call this thing our dad is wrong, but how come you guys are always going last in this package? Hey, how come you're losing to I'm- a four-year-old dad? <laughs> <laughs> so are you. All right. 
At least I'm close. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. So here's my picks. Uh, Good. First one for me is Bills minus eight at Bears. Um, Bills have won five in a row. They just played a great game against the Dolphins. I think this is going to be a statement game. Um, they just beat the Jets by eight and the Patriots by 14. Those are both better teams than the Bears. Um, so I, I think that this is a, pr- a pretty solid pick. Bears don't really have much to play for at this point. Um, Let me interject. Yeah, go ahead. None of your picks, none of your picks are solid. Go ahead. All right, my next right, pick isn't is, your strategy. Uh, <laughs> hold on, isn't your strategy literally to pick against the picks that you think are going to win? Yeah, really. Well, that was that was just so I got back on track. Yeah, oh, now okay. I'm back on track. Oh, oh yeah, sure, sure. Uh, next up is uh, Lions minus two and a half at Panthers. I'm almost a little scared of this one because why is that line so low? Um, Lions are are fighting for their playoff lives. They've won three in a row and six out of seven. They're obviously playing incredible football right now and beating good teams. So. I mean, it is the case that a lot of their games are closer, but they blew out the Jaguars. Um, they beat the Giants pretty badly, so I don't know. Two and a half at the Panthers, that feels low, so I'm taking the Lions. Uh, okay. um, and my last pick is Niners getting or giving seven uh, versus Washington at home. Um, I also feel like that's kind of a statement game for them. Just played really well against the Seahawks, crushed the Bucks before that. Um, they're they're just on a roll. They've won seven in a row, um, and the and the commanders are just not good. So I, the commanders are playing better, but I do feel like they're more likely to kind of go on a downward spiral. They've been playing above their talent, um, and the Niners have still have a ways to go. I mean, they're so talented. So I agree. yeah, so they're laying seven. I'll take them. Yep. Okay. It's good. All right, my picks. Uh, so America, listen up, because I'm going to go three and zero this week. I got Philadelphia plus six and a half at Dallas. Yep. Um, Good pick. I think that I, I again we talked about that already. Yeah. I don't don't see how that's possible. Yeah. So I, I didn't see that. it. I didn't see it. Rock, that I agree with it. Well, that's what I took on DraftKings. Yeah, that's okay. fine. So, so that was a f- official on DraftKings. Okay. okay. Um, Detroit Rock, I agree. Minus two and a half Carolina. Yeah. I think Carolina's again better than I thought they're going to yeah. be, and they traded away key guys. But I think Detroit is on a roll. I like. The, I love the way the relationship they have with their coach. I think they're playing hard for yep. them, and they have some talented receivers on that team. Yeah. They're a good team. It, f- four and a half um, is uh, Philly Dallas now. By the way, uh, not 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 when I read it. So All right, okay, why, why well, right now it is five and a half. How we've always done it. Wait a minute. Hey. I actually bet that game. Why would I take less points? Why don't we give Dad because five and a half not, on this? Because that's not what this is. Right now, it's four and a half. We do it at the yeah, time you, of the game. What are you talking oh, about? So I got four and a half? No, 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 no. Give, give him give, he, When he saw it, no, it was six and a half. No, and a half. No, what's the difference? Doesn't five matter. and a half. What's wrong with that? I think that's okay. Because that's not what the I number think is. Philadelphia's going to no, win no, this no, game Don't give right. Dad a, uh, an extra point Let here me for tell no you reason. Rock. This guy is the biggest sore loser I've ever met in my life. Everybody thinks Michael's the nicest guy in the world. He's a sore loser. Well, all the, of a sudden, well, he's Philly, he, he Philly can't pick was, a winner. Philly was a three-point favorite before Hertz got hurt, so go with the three-point. Why can't you use that number? That's all point. I gotta say. <laughs> two and ten over the last four weeks, Mike. Two and ten. All right, uh, four and a half. Yeah, I'll I don't take four and a half. I don't have to cheat like that. you do. I go with oh, what the yeah. real numbers hey, you know, are. Hey, you know what, Dad? Why don't you lay four and a half? Yeah, if you're so <laughs> confident in this pick. Well, I literally bet that game, so I, I have money on that All game right. at then, six, which great. is really then, well, good. That's the money that you counts. have at six and a half. That's how. That's not how this works. Yeah. All right, I got Philly at four and a half. Look, I'm I can beat you guys no matter what. And my last pick is Jacksonville plus one at the Jets. Okay, I think uh, you know it's. 
I think I don't know why Jacksonville's the underdog in this game, but anyway, getting a point is fine with me. I get why they're the underdog because the Jets have been the better team over the course of the year, but the Jets are on the downslope and Jacksonville's on the upslope, so I think that's a good point. Right. Right. I think Jets yeah, have I think, too many I think guys, that's a pretty fair line. Too many guys hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, they don't have a All right, here's Gabriella's Gabriella's uh picks. Here. She has Indy plus four at the Chargers. Okay. Which I thought was a horrible pick, but who might argue with her? She has Miami, who uh, minus three and a half at Green Bay. She agrees with you on Mike on that one. All right, good move, Mike. And she has and she has the New York Giants plus three at Minnesota. Oh, okay, all right. So all right. Uh, now is that the line? Is that the line right now, there, guys? Because again, we did these two nights ago. I, uh, Giants are plus four at Minnesota now. Oh, she give her four. Can I, can I give that extra point to Gabby? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Gabby will give anything to. Give her the extra point. No, I'm sure. giving okay. We're giving you the line right now. This is right the most now. consistent argument the in the world. What are you even principle. talking about? <laughs> this is why it's called Our Dad is Wrong, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So that's our picks for week, what was this, week 15 already? 100, 16? I don't know. 16. Like week 16. Holy cow. Yeah, 16. Season fly. Nothing goes faster than the NFL. I'll tell you, yeah. No, the yeah, it's one game a week. It's crazy. Now, I say I, you guys don't want to know which games you won and lost, right? Let's not waste time with that, right? From the last two weeks? No, 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 no. No, no, no okay. it's fine. It's fine. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I got so much paperwork here. Yeah, that's another thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen out in America. I'm the old man of the crew. I got to do all the paperwork. These guys do nothing. Yeah. They do nothing. We're all paperless. We're digital. I don't yeah. know. No, no one gave you any paperwork to do. Yeah, I got tons I of files on my computer. What are you talking I have folders on folders <laughs> in my computer. What are you talking about? I, I have... I'm telling you, I have paper all over the place. Yeah, you're killing, all the, right. killing the planet. Thanks. Yeah. What are you, writing down yeah. ideas for how you can introduce yourself at the beginning of the show? <laughs> <laughs> that's a blank it's, uh, blank yeah, page yeah. of paper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I really, I got the, when it comes to that. All right, let me go, go ahead, Mike. Take us into the, uh, all right. the last segment. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do our list. Every week we do a list. Sometimes it's sports, sometimes it's not. Uh, this week, since uh, we are... Just three days before Christmas here for taping, we are going to do our top five favorite Christmas movies of all time. So, uh, okay. Dad, yeah, Dad, why don't why don't you start us off here so that we can because we're going to have a special guest well, I was here gonna, on this. We are going to have a special guest. We're going to have uh, your mother and my wife Carol come on um, this time, and uh, you know, look, all I all I don't want is. You ever guys ever see the uh, the episode of the honeymoons when it goes on TV? Sixty four thousand dollar question. Have I ever yeah, seen it? Yeah, yeah, that's all like right. Well, the he's, movie. and of course Ralph Cramden gets on there and goes, he gets tongue tied, hamana hamana hamana. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think mommy's going to do. Oh, uh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> well, we'll see. So we, we we got her. We also have as a special guest my granddaughter and your beautiful niece Gabriella. Gabby, say hello to America. Hello. Hello, Gabby. <laughs> I have a pet named Snakey. Oh, you do? Oh. I don't think everybody wants to hear about that. This is Snakey. All right, this is not going to become the Gabby show, but I just wanted to say hello. Okay, now you're going to be quiet while we do all our picks, right? Yep. What are you going to say to everybody in America? What's what's Happy what? I mean, Merry what? Happy Merry Christmas. Oh, Happy Merry happy Christmas. Merry, well, well yeah, I guess that's, that is, that's right. better, Christmas. I guess. All right. Okay, hold on a second. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first. So mom can watch me and see how it's done. All okay, right, right, okay. That's a, it's a real, real complicated process. That makes sense. <laughs> she can't stop coughing already. I'm, re- I'm ready. This is a disaster. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's uh, uh, um, 
my list is, you know, I when I do the Christmas movies, they may not be the the, the, the most the movies that really mean something to me, and a lot of that has to do with watching with you guys when you were growing right. up, or, or things like sure. that. That's how I, I kind of did it. Okay. Um, so let me give you my my honorable mentions real quick. Okay. Um, Christmas Vacation. Okay. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. All right. You know the old the, the original one. Now here's one. I have two that uh, that are. Most people don't consider Christmas movies, but I do. Yeah. Die Hard and Trading Places. Okay. Both, uh, to me, I think they, most they people do consider Christmas Die Hard time. a Christmas movie, actually. Well, Bruce but. Willis says it's absolutely not a Christmas movie. So, uh, but, you know, that's the, I, I think both of them are Christmas movies. Um, the Santa Claus, I thought it was a really oh, good okay. movie. Right. Uh, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, the, the, you know, the live action one with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, March of the Wooden Soldiers, which is you know, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's something that goes all back to my childhood. And when I, you know, when I was a kid, it was forty years old that movie. Yeah, but it was just Laurel and Hardy, just a very, very heartwarming movie. Yeah. And another one that I, you guys probably don't have, and I was a big fan of the series, Harold and Kumar's Christmas. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I love that movie. I love all the Harold and Kumar. I've never movies. seen any of those. Hysterical. Oh, rock! No, they're very, they're very, very funny. funny. Yeah. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll check them out. All right, but the Christmas the Christmas movie was actually a three D movie, so it's when you're watching in in two D, it's like you kind of see where the three D things are, but they don't work on TV. Well, Dad already but, making excuses for why I'm not going to like the movie. <laughs> it was good. All right, anyway, here's my top five. Number five, relatively new movie, Elf. Okay, um, it's become a actually a Christmas classic. You know, in twenty years, uh, one of Will Ferrell's greatest movies. I think it's uh, was well cast. I think the uh, the uh, the situation was very funny, and it was um, again a heartwarming story. Okay. Number four for me was uh, the Bing Crosby uh, movie White Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, from the early fifties, it yeah. was boy, I'll tell you, it was really uh, a sign of the times. Like not a black person in the movie. Yeah. It was of just course. you know the it's early, called, early it's called 50s White America. Christmas for a reason. But it's <laughs> <laughs> true. But it was a very good story. I really I like the story. Yeah. And again, another one that I've watched over and over <laughs> from being a kid. Yeah. Um, number three for me was Home Alone. Okay. Um, and that really is because of you guys. We used to watch that endlessly when you were kids, and we kind of know every line from the movie. And uh, just you know, just a a, a, a great a great movie. Okay. Um, Joe Pesci was phenomenal in that movie. Number two for me is A Christmas Story. Okay. Um, another tradition. It's something that uh, I watched when it first came out and loved it from day one. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's become a great movie. Number one for me is not just my favorite Christmas movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. It's A Wonderful Life. Yep. Um, yep. Jimmy Stewart to me was just incredible and uh you know it, uh, i honestly think tom hanks is jimmy stewart reincarnated yeah you know they're, they're like yeah, the same good, person yeah just you know you you love everything they're in you're just really likable guys mm-hmm. and uh that was a that was a great story and you know I, i've watched that movie probably 50 times and i still get a tear in my eye when i watch that movie. oh yeah it's a great movie. yeah sam all right all right so now my wife carol has seen how it works let me give her my earphones Hold on one second. All right. All right, right, quick. Say mean things about Dad. Oh, my God. Can't hear what you're saying. Did you hear his stupid list? Guys? Oh, hey, Mom. Okay. Hey, Mom. Hi. Oh, we're saying saying mean. I dropped it. Well, your headphones are too big for my head. Oh, my God. And and I'm dragging. I don't know why we would have ever thought anything other than this was going to happen. This is going to be a fun episode. (laughs) 
Mom, can you hear us? <coughs> Hi. Hey. Yes, I, Sorry, okay. we were, we were uh, trash-talking Dad while he's got the headphones oh, off. So. Oh, yeah. oh, don't let me stop you, please. <laughs> nice hair. <laughs> you have to talk into the microphone, Mom. Um, talk, talk into uh, the microphone. Oh. There you go. Oh, okay. So, um, okay, so you ready for I'd like to hear your picks, and then I'll give you my picks. No, go you first. Nope. Why? So I'm going to go back on. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Mike. All right, all right, fine. We'll we'll go first. Um, all right, so I have uh, a few. I, first, I have a list of movies that don't count for me, uh, and that list includes uh, Die Hard. Doesn't it, okay. absolutely not a Christmas movie to me. Uh, okay. Uh, Trading Places also not a Christmas movie to me. It's a Wonderful Life also not a Christmas movie to me. Uh, it's Wonderful Life is actually very close, but it didn't quite make it for me. Most almost the entire movie's not during Christmas. Anyway. Okay, um, we get it. You hate Christmas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then a couple other ones that, like, uh, like if people are going to count Die Hard, like, why isn't Lethal Weapon a die, uh, Christmas movie? That takes place during Christmas. That you should put it on the list. As, I, I'm no not one stop you. You're, you're are... creating these invisible barriers for yourself. You can put anything on the list. No, 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 no. Let me rant for a second. This is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Batman Returns and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. These are just not Christmas movies to me, even though they take place during Christmas. That doesn't count enough for me. Okay. Uh, honorable mentions right. for me. Um, so with uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the, the claymation. Uh, Scrooged, I'm surprised Dad didn't say. That was a pretty decent one. Uh, the Santa yep. Claus and The Grinch, the Jim Carrey, the live-action one. I actually never saw the cartoon Grinch. Um, okay. All right, number five for me. Uh, which Dad will actually be happy when he hears this. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I, I thought it was actually oh. very. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah, those movies are are very. Fu- all of them are are very stupid, very silly, but yeah. very funny movies. Um, check that out. That is definitely certainly the weakest of the three, but still still certainly good in its own right. Uh, right. Number four for me is A Christmas Story, which I actually thought would end up being higher on this list, um, but I mean it is just such a you throw it on during Christmas at any point in the movie. You can just watch till the end and it'll come back on again, obviously. But it is just so quotable, so, so great. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, which again, three and four were, were very close to each other, but uh, a real special place in my heart. Jingle all the way. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, an absolute, like, I, I, I still watch it every Christmas. It's. It's an objectively not very good movie, but I love it so much, I don't really care. It's great. <laughs> it's funny. I, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, two for me is Home Alone. Uh, again, just an all, an all-time classic film. Like Dad was saying, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Joe Pesci and um, uh, what's uh, Marv, who I can't remember his name at the moment. Oh, uh, um, yeah, well, Jim, they were great. James? No, anyway. No, they were- no, no. Now tell me something, Mike. Why is Home Alone a Christmas movie? Because that takes place during Christmas and has a very Christmas feel and Christmas message to it. All right. Well, I think the Die Hard also qualifies. But anyway, Uh, yeah, Die Hard does not have a Christmas feel to me. Um, Okay. All right. That's totally fair. All right. Yeah. Uh, And number one for me then is Elf. Uh, Again, it's all right. Slightly newer movie, but another one that's just super quotable. It came out at the exact... I mean, I was 13 years old when it came out, right? At, you know, Will Ferrell starting starting to, to you know really elevate his career and everything. Um, so it's just, for, for me, for personally, for my generation and everything, that's, that's just it for me. It, it's really great. 
quoted every year by everyone. So that's yep. my number one. All right. Good list. Good. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So um, obviously my list, um, I didn't place the kinds of restrictions on myself that Mike did because that's uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, a, a Christmas movie <laughs> is a movie that takes place at Christmas or uh, partially at Christmas that people watch at Christmas. Uh, it has a very broad definition. And so um, my honorable mentions were a lot of movies that have already been said, Die Hard, Elf, Scrooge. Um, one movie I do want to make mention of is Home Alone 2, which was every bit as good as Home True. Alone 1. Um, yes, so, I, I, so I, both I do of those agree, movies yeah. are really good. Um, even though I don't know if you're, it was one of the first movies I ever saw in theaters. And uh, mom and dad, we got there super late. We didn't get there until the part when Marvin Harry are coming out of the fish truck, which is like a half hour into the movie. And so for for a number of years, I thought that was just the beginning of the movie. So one day I watched it and I was like, oh, it's a whole beginning part. All right, anyway. You're welcome. Yeah, Save yeah. a little bonus right? that you didn't expect. Like a whole new movie. All right. Number five for me is Christmas Vacation. Um, I actually just re-watched that this week and was just shocked at how tight it is. It's just like one gag after another. Um, it feels like everything that you remember from the movie is in it, and there's like very little fluff outside of that. It's like very memorable. Um, it's it's you know it feels very real, even though at times you kind of know what's coming. Like the whole thing with the bonus, like you kind of know what's coming, um, but it still plays out in a really really hilarious way, and um, obviously a very Christmassy movie about Christmas. So. I know it passes the Michael smell test. Um, number four is a Christmas story. Um, I remember coming back home from Bangladesh on uh, Christmas Eve a few years ago, and they were playing the TBS like Christmas story marathon in customs. Um, and so it was just like cycling around and around as we were waiting in this customs line. And, uh, and it's great because you can just pick up that movie at any point. Um, you can rewatch it right after you've watched it. Like there's a reason why TBS shows it 24 hours in a row because it's highly rewatchable. Another movie where, uh, everything that you remember about it is like, like, you know, there's barely anything in there that surprises you. You know, if you've seen it a few times, it all sticks with you. Um, number three is Trading Places. I think Trading Places is a very Christmassy movie. It takes place around Christmas. There are prominent scenes revolving around Christmas with Dan Aykroyd getting dressed up as Santa at a Christmas party and the whole thing with everything taking place over New Year's on the train. It's a very, very Christmassy movie. It's also one of the funniest movies ever made. Um, it's, you know, maybe Eddie Murphy's best movie um, and definitely a great Christmas movie. All right, this one is probably the most controversial one that I have on the list in terms of whether it's a Christmas movie, but Batman Returns um, does take place entirely around Christmas and, again, have many prominent scenes. There's, like, a Christmas ball. They're talking about Christmas all through it. There's Christmas trees up everywhere. Um, kind of a little weird that a Batman movie would be a Christmas movie, um, but and the whole thing takes place during Christmas. I don't necessarily want to watch it during Christmas, um, but it definitely has a Christmassy feel. It's it's a movie that I could watch between Halloween and Christmas. Maybe November is a good time for that movie. Um, and number one is the same as Dad's. It's a Wonderful Life. Look, I agree that movie only spends about twenty minutes on Christmas, um, but it's a Christmas movie. It's got a Christmas feel. It's got a Christmas message. All the things that you say a Christmas movie needs, Mike. I think that well, that movie and, has. And that, and that so, was yeah. that was the one I said that I would be very like, yeah, like I, yeah. I, I get why you'd right because of the message of the feel of the movie and everything. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful, and just an, an all-time great movie as far as, like, great old-timey movies go. That's, again, one of the best. It's not my favorite movie of all time, but like Dad, I could watch it again and again, and it never fails to move me. So that's number one for me as well. <laughs> all right, Mom. 
Drum roll, I, what's your I, list? I thought I thought you liked Die Hard more than that, because if you count Die Hard as a Christmas movie to me, that's number one. I mean, I don't... Uh, uh, I like it. It probably would have been, like, number six, but um, <laughs> didn't quite make the list. Yeah. All right, Mom. Okay. Uh, so I have some I have a, some on here that you haven't yeah, mentioned. Yeah, go ahead. So that Deplete. might be interesting. Sam, yeah. Um, so one thing... One thing I would say, um, you know, in Goodfellas is a Christmas scene. I, you know, I was thinking about the same thing. There's a couple movies <laughs> like that where Goodfellas yeah. kind of has a Christmas feel There's too. There's Christmas especially scenes in, in yeah. tons of movies. I, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, by the way, especially a Christmas feel if you happen to spend all your Christmases in Italian American households with like That's the fair. setting and That's the music. So, but yeah, I get that. Yeah, totally. And the Green Book. But anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I digress. Mm. Okay, so. Um, I don't know why you asked me to name my five because everybody's named ten. So I, I no, you give your that. honorable mentions and then you give yeah. your top five. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Home Alone. So starting with number ten would be Home Alone two. Yeah, okay. right. Because I like the I like the city scenes. All right. Um, second uh, number nine would be the uh, very Brady Christmas. Oh, okay. Because it's just it's just so corny. Yeah. But to see, that, you know, those... I remember the first time, like, to see the kids all grown up and stuff yeah. was, yeah. I just wanted the, to The Brady see that. movies right. are very funny. Yeah, I'm very supportive of that. They really are. Yeah. They're so, um, you know. Meta. They're hilarious. Is the word, yeah. Um, White Christmas. I love right. that movie. Just the, the costumes and the dancing. And I still can't figure out how those women were so thin with the old girdles that they used to li- wear. Oh, like, yeah. Without spanks and stuff. They were just, I don't know how they did it, but they, they looked beautiful. Um, it's a wonderful life and it would be, that would be higher, yeah. but we've just seen it so many times and That's, I, yeah, that I happens. find it yeah. long. Yeah. Like it's such a long movie. I mean, you, that, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, and you know me with my ADHD. I'm like, okay, let's get to the next part. Let's yeah. Well, that's, I, I was going to say your your signature phrase is, oh, you're watching that again. So that's, yeah, uh, really. it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, we get it. He's a drug. Yeah. Let's yeah. Rudolph. Because oh, when I was good a choice. Kid, that was yeah. Rudolph was you know you waited to see it, and of course it was what do they call it? Demand TV. Yeah. You know there was no VCRs, there was no streaming, there was nothing. If you didn't see it at at you know seven o'clock on the Saturday before Christmas yep, right. on Channel Five or whatever it was, you weren't seeing it again till next year. Yeah. So, and I just I do love that movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so my number five is Polar Express. Oh, I never saw it. Okay. It's it's a very it's a little creepy. Yeah. But um but it's it's like mesmerizing. Like you can't stop watching it. Yeah. It is also a pretty long movie. Yeah. But it's just very mesmerizing and we love that yeah. book. Um I just remembered that we should really read that to Gabby this year. Oh yeah. Um hmm. but yeah, it's a nice it's a really well done movie. Number 4 is Elf. I okay. think that's a, a really well Great. done movie. I love I love Will, Fer- Will Ferrell. Miracle on 34th Street, but the original. Okay. I love that movie. Um, Christmas Vacation. I could watch that, you know, over and over. Yeah. And, and like you said, Rocky, it's just like, it's just one laugh after another. Yep. And to me, the most repeatable, you know, the lines in that. I've, I've gone back and forth with um, the Malone girls do this for some reason, but yeah. like on, on social media, somebody will start a line mm-hmm. and then everybody else will start throwing lines in. And it's a very, you know, immediately what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And it's also very true if you've been the the parents hosting a Christmas. Yep, it's very true to life. Yep, sure. Um, and I and I've also turned into Aunt Bethany now. I'm afraid. <laughs> and my last one is uh, Love Actually. Oh, Love Actually, very good one. I, I know, never saw I it. Always, oh, it's good. It's well, good. I heard. I 
Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to watch it, yeah. and I kept falling asleep. I couldn't get into it. You know, it's it's like Does five it or six like different storylines. <laughs> it's like five or six different storylines, and I actually I remember, um, I was in the house in Creskill, and I and I was off work or something, and like in the middle of the day, I watched a movie which I never do. Yeah. And I stayed awake long enough and paid attention long <laughs> enough. And once you get it, yeah. it's a great movie. Yeah. It, it just has, it has wonderful lessons in it. I could just cry thinking about the final scene. Yeah. And it's, you know, I love to cry. So those are my favorites. Yeah. So uh, good. Yeah, so good thank list, you for inviting me onto your, of course. Of course. Onto your little show. You're always welcome. And, uh, to, yeah, you can come uh, next week a... when we're talking about the top five center fielders of all time or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it, I, also, I was all ready for that. Uh, I also yeah. don't love you calling it a little show. This is a worldwide <laughs> yeah. sensation, well, some would yeah, say. Yeah, we are actually when broadcast around the America. world. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry? This is live. Did you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all of America. That's what yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas, boys. All right. And, uh, Okay. All right. Bye. Love you, Thank you. All right. Now we can talk. I'm sure, I'm right. sure we're available in Canada as well, but we'll have to check <laughs> on that. All right. She wasn't wasn't terrible. She's great. She had a no, great list. That was a great list. Good. Yeah. I, I, I expected to hear uh, 25 ums, but we didn't hear many at all. Yes. Yes. We, re- we remember when your prediction that mom would do poorly did not pan out. Correct. You know, Weird. I, I, I Weird. listened to Love Love Actually uh, almost made my honorable mentions. It was a very, very good movie. You guys seen that movie? No, I haven't. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It is a good yeah, movie. Yeah, I like it a lot. I, I, you know, I feel like I didn't even think of it as a Christmas movie, which is weird because it clearly is. It probably yeah, would have been an honorable yeah. mention for me. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. We're done? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, listen, I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Happy Hanukkah. Um... It's been a great year, and next year is going to be even better. All right. See you, everyone. Well, we'll see. Right, Don't ma- d- d- that's one of us should say that, not not Dad on this one. Next year will be better. Yeah, because you're wrong. You Dad, you're always next wrong. year will be worse. Because you're because you're. Oh always, my god! <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm not going to give you presents for that. All right. See you, All guys. Right. Love you guys. Love you. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.